welcome to the Bloom Your Mind podcast, where we take all of your ideas for what you want and we turn them into real things. I'm your host, Certified Coach Marie McDonald. Let's get into it. What is up, my friends? How are you? Welcome to episode number 11 of the Bloom Your Mind podcast. Today, we're going to talk about five little love hacks that I have for you for the day after Valentine's Day. So before I get into that, uh, this weekend, in just a couple of days, I'm flying to Canada, going to be in Toronto to facilitate a three-day retreat. And y'all, it is the coolest thing. I'm moderating a group of thought leaders up there in Toronto. And all together, over the course of three days, we're going to come up with a public workshop that's based on human thriving. It's going to be led in the years 2023, 24, and 25 all over Canada. It's going to be open to the public, and it's going to be based in this program that's going to help people design and create the life that they want. What a cool project. It's combining my design thinking background to turn ideas into real things with some methods that futurists use to predict and prepare for the future. Like how to um, actually envision things that might happen and how to take your mind there and envision them in detail six months in the future, a year in the future, three years in the future, 10 years in the future, and all of the brain magic that happens when you engage in this type of future thinking. It's called episodic future thinking. Um, And so I will be sharing lots more about this. We're going to teach people how to do that with their own futures and their own lives. And I'm so excited about what we can do to help people thrive in their lives and in community. So I'll be bringing the workshop back home with me to offer it to all of you within my program. So look out for that in the next couple of months. And I'll be sharing lots of brain candy with you (laughs) from this in the meantime, from human thriving and futurism and some new neuroplasticity work that I've been doing. So lots of good stuff coming up. But for now, it is the day after Valentine's Day when this is coming out. That's the day this is going to air. And y'all, do you think I'm super cheeky for making an episode about love that comes out the day after the love day? Well, let me tell you that it is intentional, okay? I love holidays. I know some people do not. I love weddings. I love birthdays. I love holidays. I love how anything like that gives us some part of the human experience to focus in on and to celebrate, to hold in our individual and collective minds, to think about, generate energy about. And I love that we're all doing that at the same time during these events. And I know there are all kinds of consumer-related problems with holidays. Um, Personally, as long as I get to do them or not do them in my own way, I get to do them however I want. I love that they exist. Like, for instance, I'll be in Canada when this holiday comes and this this episode comes out. So my family, we're going to have a fake Valentine's Day when we get back. And it'll be whatever we want. We're just going to love up on each other all day long to celebrate love, right? We can do holidays however we like. And I I always do that. I always do what I want. (laughs) I always get like the Maverick or the Rule Breaker um, 
in personality assessments and intelligence tests. I very stubbornly like to do things my own way. Um, And that's what I'm going to do with holidays. So I'm going to make a love podcast that comes the day after Valentine's. Okay. Because I mean, what could be bad about having all of our energy, our mental energy focused on love for a day? That is wonderful. But then what happens the next day? The day after we celebrate love, we go back to life. And that's the part I'm not a fan of. Like we celebrate love for a day and then we're back to everyday life that's not focused on love. No, not on my watch. I don't think so. (laughs) So now that Valentine's Day is over, this big time fan of love over here talking to you, I'm going to put love at the top of your mental inbox again by sending you an episode about love the day after on purpose. And later on in our podcast lineup, I'll be doing episodes on relationships, on perception in relationships, on love, unconditional love, self-love, collaboration, listening, um, loving people as they are and loving into the future. But today, I'm just going to share my top five love hacks with you in honor of the day after Valentine's Day. (laughs) So here they are, my love hacks for you. Number one in our top five. So the first thing that I want to share with you that really is at the core of what I think helps relationships thrive is that our relationships are all based in our thoughts about the people in our lives. That is it. Our thoughts about the people around us determine the quality of our relationships. So let's think about this. We think that love feels really good, that it feels really good to be loved. And it does. When someone acts and speaks out of love and gives us the energy of love, it feels amazing if we want to receive it. But yo, it's like, it's not like a gift that someone hands you. It's not like, you know, like a set of really soft new pajama pants that they give you and then you have soft pajama pants to wear. It's not like they give you the love, then you get to wear the love. Loving someone and being loved by someone really depends on how we're thinking about them. So stay with me here. When someone loves us, they're going to have all of the thoughts about how much they love us, which is going to give them a feeling of love in their body. They're going to experience all that love and then they're going to act out of love. They're going to show us or tell us. They might say they love us. They might touch us softly. They might text us, show concern for us, extra empathy, think about us a lot. And all of those things that they do make us have thoughts like, oh, they love me. That was so thoughtful. That was beautiful. They were thinking of me. This is such a special connection. And then because of those thoughts that we're having, we feel a feeling of our own love in our body. And we get to experience that love. So we never actually experience their love. They never actually experience our love. We're not feeling each other's love. We are experiencing the amazing benefit of our own feeling of love that we've generated. 
based off being in the presence of someone else who is acting and thinking and speaking because of their own feeling of love. See what I'm saying? (laughs) Kind of wish I could draw you a picture of it. But like if we think back to that idea of someone else acting out of love and they're texting us and they're touching us softly and they're speaking out of love, someone else, if we don't want to receive that, someone might experience all those same things as unwanted or like, yo, you're crowding my space right? It's not what the other person does or says that creates the quality of our relationships, really. Now, unless you're in an unsafe relationship, an abusive situation, then it doesn't matter who's creating what. It's time to get out of it. So ultimately, the quality of our thoughts about someone will determine our relationship with them. Another way to think about this is that the way we see someone in our mind is the best that they'll ever be. Because our mind's going to filter out all the good stuff if we're not looking for it. And it's going to find all the good stuff if we are looking for it. So here are some really good hacks for how you can think about your relationships to make them bloom. And let me just say here, when I say relationships, I'm talking about all of them. Friends, parents, family, coworkers, kids, love relationships, everybody. So first of all, You can think that the people around you have really great intentions. I think Tony Robbins said this long ago. Your assumptions about other people's intentions will determine the quality of your relationships. So if you assume that they're being sneaky or you assume that they don't want you there, you're going to find evidence of it. And if you assume that there is love and connection in your relationship, you will be much more likely to create that. If you really let this one simmer in your mind this week, you will see the truth of it. The quality of your relationships will be determined by your assumption of other people's intentions. All right, the next one is that you can think that what you have is special. So one hallmark of really strong couples is that they know that what they have is special. We're special in whatever way works for you, whether that's we're fated to be together or we just have something that is really unique and incredible that we can't find anywhere else. Or when we're together, what we can be is more in each one of us as individuals is what we can be alone. Or when we're together, we impact the world in an incredible way, whatever that is for you. And it can apply to all relationships. Really thinking that a relationship is special and unique is a hallmark of what keeps people together in relationships. I was thinking of an example of this, and I remember um, that my sister-in-law, before, you know, as we were still kind of getting to know each other, there was this one day that I remember she said, well, you know, it's just really special that we're so close as sister-in-laws. And I was like, we're so close. We are so close. And from that day forward, I thought about our relationship as a very, very close, loving, special sister-in-law relationship. She created that for me with her words. And then it completely came true. So just know that what you have with others is special. I can tell you so many more examples of that, but I'm going to move on to another thought that you can choose to make relationships thrive. You can know that the people that you're in relationship with are doing their best. 
we're all trying to be on the side of good. With the information, the past experiences, the perspectives that we have based on the lived experience we've had, we all think we're on the side of good. So just know that. That however much you think you're in the right, the other person does too. If you can know that we're all doing our best all the time with what we've got in your relationships, something magic happens. Every time I stop my brain from trying to be right in a conversation with someone or even just when I'm thinking about a situation and I start trying to understand, I eventually find that there's a really good reason for everything. And that empathy opens up your heart. So those are some ways to think. Now let's talk about some small things that you can do. So the second hack is that we tend to think about relationships on the large scale, but truly it's all about the small moments. The Gottmans have something called the Love Lab, and I will put the link in the show notes. And they talk about how one thing that we can do in our relationships is accept bids for attention. I always think about my kids when I think about this one. The Gottmans say that we are always requesting each other's attention in small ways. So whether that's like, hey, do you see that beautiful bird hopping by outside? Or did you read the news today? Or oof, have a headache or just a sigh. We're making these little requests for connection. And every one of those is a choice point where we can choose to connect with the people in our lives or we can choose to not. So I think about my kids because like my daughter, she's 10 and she's super into Greek mythology. And she, a few times a day, will tell me about a Greek myth that she's reading. And I love mythology. And sometimes I'm in the middle of something else, but I remember that each one of those times is this moment where she's reaching out to connect with me and tell me about something she's excited about. So as much as possible, I try to pause and turn and accept that bid for attention. How could you accept more bids for attention in each of these small moments? They all build together to create a relationship. And then when you do, how can you put down your phone or stop doing whatever multitasking thing that needs to get done that you're doing? How can you give the person your full attention, even for a couple seconds, with your eyes, by pointing your shoulders toward them? Say yes to the people in your lives in many small moments during the day. And then say thank you. Say thank you for everything. It's one of the biggest things that people want in relationships that goes um, sort of unfulfilled. It's just acknowledgement acknowledge all the little things. It never invalidates all the things that you're doing. It never invalidates the way that you think. Just say thank you for as many things as you can throughout the day. So that's love hack number two, is that it's all about the small moments. Love hack number three is from Terrence Real. And he has a philosophy that whenever you're experiencing a challenge, you can think about it as you and the other person against the problem. So instead of thinking of yourselves as on two sides, trying to meet in the middle, how can you think of the two of you as sitting on the same side of the table? So here's an example. If my husband and I are both um, 
working on projects. We're both super creative people and he likes to have multiple projects going at once and he'll move from one to the next and have all of them going. We'll have like three or four projects going. And I like to do one, finish it, put all the stuff away and move on. And I really like the ritual of like putting out the stuff that I'm working on in a project, doing that project, putting it away, moving on. So if I'm thinking that we're going to have a project battle, like one of us is going to win, we're going to throw down. I mean, (laughs) not really, but we will both, if we're both thinking of how to get our points across, we'll try to make the other person understand. It will feel like we're on different sides. But if we think of it as my husband and I, a team sitting on the same side of the table, working together against the problem of having two different project styles, we're going to figure out how we can use our two huge, beautiful, creative brains to make somewhere in between one project at a time and many projects at once feel good. And that will lead to a much more likely success. So we'll end up laughing at ourselves. We'll end up coming up with ridiculous phrases to describe how we have 10 projects going on at once between us. We'll reconnect to that belief that our relationship is really special, which you know is true because we believe it and we always have. We know it in our bones. And from that funny view of our specialness and our creative chaos, we will come up with something in the middle of one project at a time and many projects all at once. And we'll feel like we're solving the problem together. It won't feel so high stakes. Which brings me to our last couple of love hacks. Number one, wherever you put your attention matters. I talked earlier about how so much of the time we're trying to like control each other or we think that love is happening to us or the other person's happening to us. We try to change each other or maybe we try to find the right person. Oftentimes we want parts of people and not other parts, but life isn't like that and people aren't like that. Every day with every person that we're in a relationship with, we get to choose what we focus on. We can focus on the stuff that drives us nuts or the stuff that we can see that is spectacular and is one of a kind about the people in our lives. I like to think of it. I had this client that talked about it like thinking about each other as movie characters. Like you can't have Harvey Keitel or whoever your favorite movie character is or your favorite actor is, you can't have that character that they play in your favorite movie if you're trying to only have parts of them and not the other parts, right? So how can we think of the people in our lives as like fully complete? And how can we think of it as a total honor to watch them walk through their lives? How can we focus on the things that make them incredible and special? How can we know that we are the ones in this position of honor to witness these larger-than-life characters in their lives? They can't be parts of themselves. They got to be it all. And how good does it feel to witness all of a person? And then the last part, hack number five, is as we witness the people in our lives, say it out loud. When you see amazing things about one another, say them out loud. Look for them. 
put your attention on the things that you love about the people around you and then say them out loud. It changes everything. Think of someone in your life right now that you love and picture them. Picture them in your mind in bright color. Now zoom in. Let them become bigger in your mind. See their face. How do you feel? Do they know you feel that way? Why do you feel that way? What do you love about them? Say it out loud. When we call out what we love, we create more awareness for it in the world. When we call out what we love about people, they'll do those things more. They'll recognize those things in themselves. Five love hacks for you. Our relationships are all about the thoughts that we have about the people in our lives. And our relationships are built of a whole bunch of small moments. When we have a problem, we can think of it as us against the problem. And lastly, where we put our attention matters. When we focus on what we love and we say it out loud, our relationships bloom. All right, y'all. That's what I've got for you this week. Have a beautiful post-Valentine's Day week, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for hanging out with me, friends. If you like today's episode and you want more of them, please take two minutes right now to subscribe and give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Then send this episode to a friend. See you next time.